0: Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you. And here today is your host, Stuart Smith.
1: Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for making us part of your day and part of your due diligence. As you're looking for smart and fresh plays out there in the market today, now to that end, we are speaking to, for the very first time, Cerberus Sentinel. Now the company's traded on the NASDAQ under the ticker symbol CISO. Cerberus Sentinel is in the process of rebranding to CISO Global Incorporated, and we're lucky enough to be joined by the Chief Executive Officer of the company. That's David Jemmett. David, thanks for making time for us today.
2: I appreciate you having me on. Thank you, Stuart.
1: Well, I got a chance to watch some of the videos on your company, go through your press wire. Very impressive company. Again, listeners, traded on the NASDAQ, ticker symbol CISO. You want to learn about this company, visit us here at the Investor Brand Network. We're going to give you a deep dive on the company. But David, if you would, in your words, tell us about the business model and the markets you operate in.
2: Sure. The business model is a combination which we came up with. Uh, This is my seventh organization. and essentially the business model was bringing really smart compliance and cyber professionals together when we started the organization a lot of my friends as i was retired started asking me to look at their company look at their compliance look at their you know cyber posture and it really wasn't popular before the pandemic and wasn't really known so the business model essentially was to take and bring together smart organizations that compliance, pen testing, BC so different uh, pillars of cybersecurity together under one roof. And I was fortunate enough, as we decided to go public, to make this happen and start it from public, you know, a public base. Uh, we went out to my friends who ran these uh, firms, and initially six of them joined me, and we started creating those different uh, pillars. And this company was designed. Not only from the executive team, the board, uh, middle management, every group, my coworkers, to go out and find the best talent worldwide to bring internally, either through individuals or, or through bringing their companies to join with us. It's not a typical M and A because most of the folks in cyber, there's a four million job openings right now worldwide. And so, at the time I started, it was eight hundred thousand, but cyber's never going to end but the most important asset of the organization are the people. And it just isn't a US issue, it is a global issue. And so we literally started this organization to create a native group of organizations under one roof, uh, CISO Global, to help provide our partners slash clients solutions to the issues. A lot of people have bought a product and several, in fact, Fortune 5000 have anywhere from 20 to 40 different vendors or hardware or software. And sometimes the vendors don't put them together with the other components. So what we do is look at the company holistically and help make those things fit together properly and work together so your posture becomes stronger. So the initial company, the goal of this company was to help the folks in commercial as well as government to help them become more secure and it's worked very well we're at our 17th organization over the last two and a half years
1: Outstanding listeners, I want you to learn more about this company at their website. That's CISO.INC, that's CISO.INC right there at the top. You can see what we talked about at the outset of this interview. Cerberus Sentinel is in the process of rebranding to CISO Global Incorporated. You know, David, in that overview, you talked a little bit about your background. It's interesting to find out that they've pulled you back in from being on the sidelines and being retired To help this company, and I want to give the mantra out as well, cybersecurity is a culture, not a product. CISO experts help you meet your cybersecurity compliance and IT goals together so you can make more progress faster and basically not have to think about that stuff and focus on your business model. So, David, how did they bring you back into the game? Tell us a little bit about your background and the team around you there at CISO Global.
2: Well, I was part of... ARPANET changed to the internet, where the internet in the beginning, where a lot of people aren't familiar. Um, it was really slow back then. But my first hack is I had a server that was communicating nationally to so that other people could join the internet. And I was being hacked every night. They were called the four horsemen. And every morning, I'd come back. I could finally get in my system, passwords back, and it was faster. It continued that way for a few months and they disappeared. Um, But that was in 1994. That's the first hack I know about. People didn't even know about hackers. They were kids in hoodies. Um, But that's essentially how I got onto it. And I've always been security minded and been part of the community, no matter what organization I've been in. But the way they pulled me back is once I retired from my previous organization, I essentially started getting calls from people who were in Fortune 500 companies that were prior clients. And they would say, Dave, I'm I'm new at this job as a CTO or a COO or a CEO, and there's some budget items, and I think there's a problem. But they're telling me I'm safe. Can you essentially be our second set of eyes or help me understand the budget? And Fortune 500 companies are typically pretty large. So I'm only one person. It was, I quickly realized i go play golf with a CTO or CEO, and they'd ask me questions. I'm like, okay, let's have dinner, talk about it, and I'll come to the office the next day, whether it be in New York or California. And I was having fun, but I soon recognized that the intricacies, I knew the intricacies of cyber, but they were so large, sometimes they lose or don't have a second set of eyes to see what needs to be solved because they just don't know what they don't know. But they also asking questions don't have the background and so they were looking for an expert to help them well quickly to understand i had to go out all over the country uh to help these organizations and find out what their problems were what how to solve it we would look at it holistically i enlisted a lot of my friends who had these companies over compliance organizations and testing gap analysis and essentially i started employing people all over the country Because I gave it to them. I was having fun. I was like, hey, I'm your consultant, your VC, so I'll help you get there. But it really, each organization I went to, there was some glaring issues and some of them had to have training. So I called the training group so that they could start training. And it just grew from there to where we were getting so busy. I'd ask my friends, what's your exit strategy? They go, what's an exit strategy? And shortly then, and I said, what about we create generational wealth and it's the people and I'll fund it to go to OTC and then NASDAQ. And uh, people have been with me in my organizations or worked with me before. And uh, some of them said, hey, I'll wait and see how it goes. Some of them joined us right away. And again, we're now, you know, global in Europe, South America, America, and we have clients all over the world. And it all stemmed from that. C levels asking me and me realizing, hey, I'm one person and I needed the talent, not just the talent, but people who understood the intricacies. And the most important piece is actual cyber knowledge and wisdom that could help me uncover those issues quickly and essentially write reports and then ask the companies here, here's your problems, here's the answers to them. Do you have the people to fix it? And inevitably there's IT shortage as well. No. Would you like some help? And yes. And so that's how we grow.
1: That's fantastic. And that gives us a little bit of an insight into the year 2022, which we just put up, we just wrapped up. Now, if you want to look back, if you would give us, as you see them, some of the milestones your company was able to achieve in
2: 2022. In 2021, uh, first January, we had about 80 people. And today we're over 550 people through the M&A process and organic growth. Um, We're able to retain 98% of our customer base. And we've retained the talent. The people who have joined us have stayed uh, because they all believe they're all shareholders. Anyone that comes becomes a shareholder. And they know that cyber is just starting it's almost like the Internet 93, 94 people used to ask, well, what's the Internet? I actually had to tell them a fax without using a fax through the computer. Um, it's sci-fi. Well, today, if people really understood what cybercrime was or the issues hitting us, which there's many articles can Google, um, it's beyond most people's comprehension what's taking place every day. We're under attack digitally from every major uh um, any of the state. North Korea, Russia, China, uh, parts of Africa, North Korea, yeah. So, Iran. Those those people are trying to steal our state secrets, intellectual properties, create havoc, as well as steal your money. And it's not me saying that; it's true. Just Google cyber crime uh, and. Well, it's the statistics, and you'll find out pretty quickly, and they have very sophisticated ways in uh, disruption politically, infrastructure, as well as stealing.
1: Well, Dave, obviously, your company serves a critical need for not only the private, but the public sector as well. You just pointed that out. So 2023 is going to be a big year for your company, it looks like, from the foundation that you've been able to build in 2021 and 2022. So speaking from an operational standpoint, what are some of the milestones you'd like to see your company achieve this year?
2: Well, we will... Without forward looking statements, we will continue the same trajectory we have over the last two years. Uh, to give you an idea why, is why did Microsoft bid for Mandiant and then get outbid? They bid 3.7 million, Google bottom the next week for 5.2. Because cybersecurity is, to give an example, everyone will understand. If you get into an accident and you have a major issue, you're going to the ER. Do you want an intern to operate on you, join you your general practitioner, or you want a specialist? You you want a seasoned specialist, not somebody who has had a year out of medical school. You want I want somebody who actually knows and has done hundreds of procedures. It's really cybersecurity's wisdom of learning that. And a lot with 4 million job openings, it's hard to find the talent. And they both organizations, I know from, talking to executives of both those organizations, it is hard to find the talent or groom them. And so they went out and acquired it. So that's what we're doing on a global scale, not to scale as that, but we'll continue that trajectory because of the shortage. And yes, we implore uh, folks coming out of college, get an internship, people are looking for jobs, we're interviewing every day. Um, Because with that shortage, that means there's a lot of opportunity out there to grow due to customer demand. So we're looking for talent either through organic or external. But this company was specifically built to bring companies around the world together, work together to solve this problem. And so 2023 will continue that trajectory. And um, we look forward to the organizations that will be joining us. And uh, we'll be looking for organizations to join us, as well as people that come to us be hired that are qualified.
1: What a great time to be taking a look at CISO Global not just as a potential investor but as a potential customer as well. I want you to learn more about the company. I gave out that website earlier ciso.inc that's C-I-S-O o.i I-N-C. and of course a deep dive is available for on the company at investorbrandnetwork.com. Click on the clients tab and there in alphabetical order you will see CISO there's the ticker symbol again on the Nasdaq and we've been lucky enough to be talking to the CEO and the founder of the company today, and that's none other than David Gemmett. David, before I let you go, one other question I have for you, because as we've seen some of these larger organizations, they're going to have an internal department that, well, basically tries to replicate exactly what you do as an external company. Where do you fit in in that kind of scenario?
2: Great question. So a lot of times, it's just think of your work when you're head down trying to get things accomplished i write a document or i'm looking at something i always get a second set of eyes because i might have missed something that's why i have external attorneys and accountants and internal because sometimes we might miss something so i always want to make sure i am doing the best thing for the company or i'm making the right decisions those companies sometimes you'd want a second set of eyes just to validate or to look and see if there's any kind of gaps or any kind of issues that might arise that you may not be aware of it's as simple as if you're a national company even multi-tenant company you might have missed a patch of software that could be critical for an entrance from a hacker or you might have a policy that may be not correct in your firewall and we see that all the time as people bring us into the second set of eyes it's not to point out you have a problem it's a way to point out to say we're trying to help you be more secure as your partner. Here's the things that we found that you can go fix and be more secure. So people bring us in as a second set of eyes, whether it's a gap analysis or a pen test um, and or look at their compliance. PCI DSS-3, you know SOC-2, we go in to make sure their compliance is up to date and even compliance officers bring us in to go, what may, what am I missing? And we have the experience and the wisdom to sit down and go, you need to shore up this or do this in your process of procedures, maybe onboarding, offboarding. Uh, you haven't disconnected these accounts. They're just simple things that literally could be a problem and a way for hackers to get in or extort you. And so we're there to help, not point fingers. And that's where sometimes we have to sit down and our folks have to talk to the IT folks. You're gonna they don't want us to find problems because they're 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 the ones that created it. No. You're doing your job. You're probably overloaded. Let us just help you find where some of the gaps might be, and let's fill those in so that you can be the hero. And if you get hacked, you're a zero. So they pretty much, we get them to where we are their partner. We're not there uh, to be the ones to find something wrong, unless there really is. And uh, some companies are pretty well secure, so they're just there to make sure they are.
1: Well, outstanding. David, thanks so much for your time today and your insight, not only into your company, but your exciting industry. We expect great things from you and your company here in 2023 and well beyond. Thanks, David. Thank you so much. I appreciate having me on. Absolutely. For David Jemmett, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening.
0: This audio production is an original broadcast provided by Bell to Bell, B2B. And all rights are reserved. B2B is your primary destination for informative updates and exclusive interviews with executives operating in fast moving industries. We make market hours more informative with deep dives into the stocks on our watch list and in depth examination of the trends guiding North American markets forward. Bell to Bell is another trusted brand under the Investor Brand Network, IBN. IBN may receive payments for corporate communication relations as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its client partners. You should assume that officers and directors of IBN or financial analysts mentioned hold a position in and may intend to trade the securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be, or should it be, construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by IBN is not purported to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and in statements of fact have been obtained from featured company and other sources. But not verified nor guaranteed by IBN as to completeness and accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at investorbrandnetwork.com.